0: The big question is, what are the top entrepreneurs doing to get more sales, dominate their category, and how can you get the same results without chasing likes and comments? It's time to flip the script. This is the Virtually Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Louise Corbell. Please subscribe. Let's get started. Hey, Voss, thank you so much for joining me on the Virtually Famous Podcast. And today we're talking about how your messaging creates demand and desire for your coaching program. People are obviously in survival mode in these days and this time, and they have what they call tunnel vision. They're looking for two things, the best solution and the best option. We are now being inundated with information. Whenever you Google anything, there's always enough answers to the question you are asking. If you know what the question to ask, and that's the problem half the time, you don't know how to ask the question to get the best result. And so trying to organize the answers is where this becomes very overwhelming for people, And this is when people seek out your help with their problem. But if all of the answers to the problem are the same, that is when the price becomes a deciding factor, right? So as you know, know, when we Google things online now, there are so many answers to the question. And not only that, you're now starting to see how you're becoming a little bit more skeptical as your business is growing and the longer you're in the online space I've been on it and been in it for pretty close to 7 years now and you're starting to see and you're starting to understand what's coming up in Google and all those ads and then those reviews and then you start to be skeptical of what the information is that they're telling you and is it the best information so that's where your clients are right now. Okay, so you got to remember where they're in this overwhelmed situation. So, when we look at messaging, let's look at an example so that you get a better understanding of what I'm talking about when it comes to messaging. And not only, you know, as individual solopreneurs such as yourself, but these are big companies that actually have messaging problems so when for instance Beachbody launched their the big um, fitness um, conglomerate <laughs> online and they have a whole bunch of different programs and they launched P90X now that's commercial and you probably saw it you're not seeing it as much anymore I mean I think I don't even watch tv anymore regular tv so I'm never seeing commercials but that commercial when it was actually um, first launched, it wasn't converting very well and uh, they were spending a lot of money obviously on ads to promote it. And they had to actually go back to the drawing board and they changed, ended up changing just one little thing. The home workout system's unique marketing mechanism became muscle confusion. It was different and it made people question whether they had discovered something new and it was more of a novelty, unusual, and it also piqued p- people's interest. We know, as you know, that working out 90, 90 minutes a day is going to help you lose weight. Now get you into it'll get you obviously into the best physical shape of your life, but the one term differentiated them. From other at-home workouts and different as I've been saying to you is better than better and it wins every time now they obviously position their gap in the mind of the listener okay there's a there's a gap there is that the piece that they've been missing all along right so it makes you believe that you've never been able to lose weight or get six-pack abs because you're missing that one ingredient if you buy their system you can then achieve the same results. Now there was a research study done by the uh, University of College London and it was written in the Wall Street Journal about how dopamine wins in the brain when novelty is introduced. In other words it's always a new idea right on novelty it produces dopamine. If the brain expects an unexpected gain in the messaging or the offer it will give the brain a blast of dopamine. Now I love this book by Orrin Klaff and it's called Pitch Anything. He introduces his strong method of pitching. Curiosity derives from an information gap and it's curiosity that you're trying to create about your big idea. And once your audience feels that they know enough to fully understand, their curiosity ends and it becomes satiated, that pitches over whether you recognize it or not. That was a quote from Warren's book, Warren Claff. This is how a headline will draw you in. As you've seen before, headlines will draw you in. They're the hooks. Okay. And it creates curiosity, but it doesn't reveal the answer. When you read a headline and you get an answer the, to the question, then you immediately will scroll by, right? So if something somebody says something in a headline, you're immediately going to read it and then it, and keep going if it's something that you already know the answer to. Creating your framework for your business not only helps you repeat them consistently, but it also helps your audience remember them. Now, if I'm writing copy for a landing page and I've referred to my ELF framework, which is emotion, logic, and FOMO, and you know this, but if you are sitting down and writing a landing page copy, then go back to, is there the emotion in there? Is there enough emotion in there? Does it back it up with some logic? And do you have some fear of missing out? When um, most times you're just recalling where where you were sometimes in the process, right? Because you, you created what you created. Most coaches have created what they s- created because they were in that situation and they found a solution or you found a solution and... What emotion am I trying to evoke in the reader? That's what I want to start with when I look at the owl framework. People buy products and programs based on emotion. If you could tap into that emotion well enough, that could be all that you need. That takes them to a click through to whatever you're sending them through. Most times you're just recalling where you were at when you were starting out and that might be good enough. You obviously solved a problem and you've created your business to help other people solve that problem. If the emotion isn't enough, then the copy must answer this question because they must balance the emotion with the logic. It needs to make sense in their mind. A question like, why do I need this? And exactly how will this help me get what I want and need? This is coupled with the value that they're getting. What is the perceived value in their minds? Think of terms of simply uh, you know, purchases that you've made. When you purchase those product shoes, I have to go to shoes, when telling your partner or your friend, you lead by telling them how much you saved because they were on sale. You have to, you know, you had to buy them because it was too good of a deal to pass up. And yes, the shoes will increase your status, But at the same time, you're protecting your status by leading with the savings and the value. Now, this can happen in any category. In not everybody, it's not going to always be the Prada shoes. And your status could be raised or lowered depending on what you're purchasing. Now, it could be as simple as a vehicle. You know, if you're a mom with three kids, when you come home with a two-seated Boxster, then that's that's a status decrease, right? Because it doesn't make sense. So you have to back it up with the logic in your actual writing of your landing pages. The last piece of the L framework is the fear of missing out. Stores have created sales to create that FOMO. And they have been doing this for centuries. So how do you do this with copy on your sales page? There are a few examples only to give you context because this isn't going to be, this isn't a whole copywriting podcast. Obviously you need a countdown timer. Bonuses going away can help you as well. So let's say you have a bonus that's going to go away at midnight or there's only X number of seats available. And once they fill up, then the doors are closed. Um, that's, those are FOMOs. Okay. But here's the key. Your FOMO has to be true. You can't BS the FOMO. Okay. So that's the, the only part of the actual FOMO. These people who say, oh, the doors are closing, the doors are closing, and then sweet, week they're open again. Or the and the next, they say, oh, it was such a big question. The big question is what are the top that entrepreneurs that doing to get the more sales dominate more hours, their category? And how can of thing? you get the you same results without close, chasing likes and That's comments. it. Exactly it's time new. to flip the script. Draw the line. This is the virtually now, Famous The next, podcast. Time you sit down I'm your copy. host, you Lucy Corbell. Please now, subscribe. If you want to learn let's more, let's get started. How to create a category of one, the pilot program is opening this summer. To learn more, go to virtuallyfamous.cc/slash waitlist. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.